Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Say Kelsey podcast, where we focus on expanse, uh, <laughs> expanding, getting out of your head and into expansion. And I'm really, really excited for today's episode because this is something that came up for me actually while I was meditating and journaling and just being with myself this morning, and I have tried I've been trying to get myself into the habit of when I'm feeling like I'm thinking small when I'm feeling like oh I can't do that or oh that'll never work for me or this just doesn't seem to be like in alignment with me um I'm been getting into the habit of asking myself like how can I think expansively right now and it just becomes a very it immediately opens up my mind and it immediately takes me out of that like crappy low vibration feeling of like shame and unworthiness and all that crap that we don't want to feel. So I asked myself this question this morning and this is what came up. Uh, Where is it? Here it is. Okay. So what came up for me is that the ego just wants to win. And a lot of you may not even know what the ego is. There is, you know, this this term was actually coined by Sigmund Freud, who was a famous psychologist in the 1900s. Not a lot of people agree with his views, but I will say that he, I do believe that he was onto something with the ego, the id, and the superego. There's a lot of really weird things that he compared it to, but he was a fan- fantastic psychologist and really fascinating. So let me just go over really quick what the ego is. The ego is the part of you that wants to keep you safe. It's part of your subconscious mind. It is part of the, and this is my definition. There's a million definitions of what the ego is out there. This is probably not even in super alignment with Sigmund Freud's um, definition of the ego, but this is my interpretation of the ego. So take what resonates and leave what doesn't. The ego to me is the part of my unconscious mind that wants to keep me safe. Okay. The purpose of this is the purpose of the ego is, you know, obviously to keep you safe. There's a part of your, your human mind that wants to keep you safe because Hello, if you're not safe, you're going to die. And then that ceases our existence. Okay. Okay. So you have a sense of what the ego is. And let me, let's see, let me get to my journal here. Okay. So this is literally coming out of my journal this morning. So this is what I wrote. The ego just wants to win, right? Because if the ego is winning, that means we're surviving. And if we go back to caveman days when humans, you know, really became humans, if you won, that meant you got what you want. That meant that you got the mate. That meant that you got the food. That meant that you survived. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of evolution, you know, that has happened in the last thousands of years. Like we were used to be living out in the middle of fucking nowhere with, we didn't live in houses. We didn't have running water. We didn't have electricity and things have advanced in human culture and society so much faster than like our brains can adapt to. Okay. So our brains are still, our, our unconscious mind is still functioning at the level of 
a caveman essentially. So the part of our unconscious mind that wants us to stay alive and to win, it's very primal. These are our very primal instincts. Okay. So the ego just wants to win. It doesn't matter who gets hurt in the process. If you realize halfway through that you fucked up, or if it means that things may never be the same again, the ego just wants to win and it'll destroy anything in its path to ensure its victory. Even if it means you're standing there in a pile of ashes, totally alone at the end, it'll pay whatever cost because when it's all said and done, it's not the ego standing in the ashes asking, what have I done? It's me. It's the part of me that rears its ugly head when I don't agree with what is being said or done. It's the confusion halfway through the argument where I suddenly feel bad for lashing out in the first place, for making a mountain out of a molehill, for hurting somebody that I care about just to make a fucking point. It's the confusion in the midst of listening to their point of view that I could surrender at this moment and apologize. But I don't because that might show weakness. They might try to take advantage of you if you if uh, the next time that this happens. And the old me, she wouldn't back down. She was guarded and she was constantly under attack in her mind. But this healed me. She can't wait for the opportunity to be triggered. She doesn't need to be right because she knows there is no such thing as being right and that there is only love. So that is what I wrote in my journal today. And I hope you guys enjoy. I thought that was a really cool thing that kind of came out of my mind today. But so I want to expand on this a bit more. And I want to talk about how there's been so many times in my life where I don't, and I don't even know when I started doing this, but you know, you see it in kids a lot that like, you know, that they will say something or they'll try to prove you wrong. And then the minute that you show them that they are wrong or maybe they were right, like it, it, it's like they become somebody that they're not. The ego can, when you let the ego really take over, and I say that without placing any blame because I know how easy it can be for this to happen. And I know how many, I can't even count how many times in my life that I've done this. But it makes you somebody that you're not because when you, when the need to be right is so fucking strong that you will say anything or do anything to just be right, even if it means that the person that you're having the interaction with, which when I think of this, I often think of like my loved ones. There's been so many times where I knew that I was wrong and I knew that what I said was hurtful. And I knew that I could have gone about it differently. And I had many, many, many opportunities during the conversation to back down and apologize and take responsibility for lashing out in the first place, for saying, you know, just just pointing something out, for bringing something up about absolutely fucking nothing. You know, just wanting to be right about what the broadcaster on the radio radio just barely said. No, they didn't. No, they didn't say that. And then it turns into this whole big thing. And then people get their feelings hurt over fucking what? Wanting to be right? And what does being right in the end do for you? 
Well, what it does for the ego is it makes you feel safe. It makes you feel like you're not weak because it, at least from my point of view and my experience, if I back down and I admit my fault and I admit that I'm wrong, people will shove it in my face. And that's hurtful. And it makes you feel separated. And, you know, that's not a reflection of me, but that was my experience. And while it's not my fault that that was my experience, it is my responsibility to heal that. So the ego can be really sneaky in the ways that it tries to make you right. It's not just wanting to be right when somebody says something that you know is totally wrong that you you maybe you don't even know maybe you're in line at Starbucks and somebody in the line behind you says something that is totally incorrect i know that there is a part of you and maybe not maybe this is just me but there is a part of me that goes oh my gosh like there i just want to turn around and be like that's actually not true like this is what's true and how fucking annoying are those people <laughs> like how annoying are the people like first of all mind your own damn business why are you listening to my conversation and two who the hell do you think you are interjecting into my conversation just so that you could be right so that you could prove me wrong it's so cringy now like when I look back at it but like I've kind of gotten over the cringiness because it's like well that was just part of the journey and like it was me as a child, you know, you know, it really only happened a couple of years ago, but like when you evolve and you realize those things, like the embarrassment really just goes away because the past doesn't exist anymore. And we'll get into that into a different episode and whatever I'm getting off on a tangent, but, um, anyways, there's other sneaky ways that the ego can try to make you right other than just proving other people wrong. Um, and this manifested for me in not feeling confident enough to bring up new ideas at work. I was like, well, no one's brought up this idea before. Maybe it wouldn't be a good idea. You know, I was constantly comparing my ideas to that of what has been brought up. And I'm like, mm, like, are people going to think I'm crazy? Are people going to agree with me? Are people going to, you know, like think that I'm weird? Like, are people going to judge me? And again, that's the ego just wanting to win, wanting to protect my, wanting to protect me, wanting to be right. Because if I'm right, then nobody can hurt me and nobody can tell me I'm wrong. And, but, and that's just a small way of thinking when really it's, there is no actual right. Um, and other sneaky ways that the ego can try to make you right, not trying new things. I remember when I started like dating Connor that he's, he's very, very big into golf and he always wanted me to come and play with him and his dad and all of his dad's buddies. And that was very intimidating for me because I didn't know how to play golf. I wasn't a sports girly. I'd never played sports in my whole freaking life. Well, actually I did when I, I played softball when I was a kid, but that was besides the point. I, and I ended up stopping playing softball because I was afraid of what people were thinking of me because I wasn't very good. And that's another way that, that the ego can be sneaky and try to come in and make you right. And you know, all of these things 
is the ego just wanting, it's well-intentioned, right? It's just wanting, the ego doesn't care if it makes you sad that you miss out on things because you're afraid of what people will say or think about you. The ego just wants to keep you alive. And our programming currently is, is that if we're right and we win, then we're alive. And that is just not the case as you and I are both fully well aware like have you ever noticed how some people just don't care what other people think and they have this magnetism to them it's really admirable like you have people who will just step up to the plate and try anything and even if they're not good and people laugh at them like they'll laugh too whereas like some people they'll get step up to the plate and then get upset when people laugh at them and you can tell the difference between those people of who's being consumed by their ego and who isn't. So I invite you to try to ask yourself this question the next time you find yourself shrinking yourself to be smaller so that you're not noticed. Um, Shrinking yourself and not saying how you feel because you're afraid that somebody's going to tell you that it's ridiculous that you have those emotions. And by the way, if you have somebody in like that in your life, then you should take maybe a really good hard look at whether or not they're benefiting you or they're just abusing you. Um, but um, anyways, you can really just start to notice, you know, where in your life are you playing small because your ego just wants to win. And you can ask yourself this question, how can I surrender the need to be right right now and show up for this universal assignment? And what do I mean by universal assignment? The universe is going to keep giving you the same opportunities to heal triggers and heal unhealed wounds and Um, and traumas over and over and over again. And you'll notice these patterns that come up in your life that you date the same person with a different face. You move cities and the same drama follows you. You, you know, when you, and when you do move, you make, you end up making the same damn friends that do the same damn things that they did when you were in your last place. Like it doesn't matter where you go or what changes you make in your life externally. If you do not heal that shit on the inside and show up for the universal assignment, it's going to keep happening over and over and over again. So you have to show up for this universal assignment. You have to go within and ask yourself, what is this unhealedness within me that needs to come out? And you have to be okay with the emotions that come up. You have to be totally surrendering to the emotions that come up and I would recommend you know if you struggle to face these difficult emotions to start working with a therapist start working with somebody that you trust because I know that for me I had a very difficult time excuse me facing these emotions and facing my anxiety because it was so intense and so programmed and so practiced in my body 
that I, I didn't know how to do it on my own. So I would really highly recommend working with a therapist. I know that I have seen insane results in literally a month, just once a week. Like I think this today I have an appointment. It's my fifth appointment. And I am just, I feel like a completely different person than I did at the end of January. So do what you can to do, do what you need to do to invest in yourself I know that for a really long time, I didn't invest in therapy because I felt like, well, I'm trying to pay off debt. Like, I don't have the money to pay for therapy. I don't have the money to pay for $300 a month worth of therapy. But on the flip side of that, I'm experiencing so much more joy and happiness and love and abundance because I did invest that money. And it's in turn actually brought me more money because I don't feel so stuck in the same thought patterns and the same emotions and the same shitty beliefs that I used to have. So anyways, I'm getting, again, getting off on a tangent here about therapy because I'm just so passionate about people going to therapy because it's literally changed my life. But again, how can I surrender the need to be right right now and show up for this universal assignment? How can I surrender the need to be right right now and show up for this universal assignment? Because I promise you, when you're standing there in the ashes of what you've just done from the destruction that has been caused because you needed to be right and the people's feelings that have been hurt and the relationships that have been damaged because you needed to be right about something that didn't even really fucking matter, I promise you it's not worth it. I promise you the battle isn't worth it. I promise you that once you do surrender to that confusion that comes up in the middle of the conversation when you're realizing that you may have done something that's not so, not something to be so proud of, I promise you that it is okay to own up and say, I'm sorry. It is okay to own up and be like, look, you know what? I was wrong. I don't know what is going on within me, but I'm, I'm really sorry. And I promise you that you're going to shock some people. You're going to shock the people around you because they're going to go, whoa, really like that's it and then it's gonna like bring down their defenses too and that moment that initial moment of saying I'm sorry and that I fucked up it's really scary it's the scariest thing ever and the pride that can get in the way oh my god it is so intense so intense I can't even tell you how many times I've had arguments where I knew that I'd fucked up. I knew that I had caused this argument and that I could easily, easily, easily fix it right then and there. But I held on to my pride and my ego instead. And I almost had this like smirk on my face, like, well, I know that I'm wrong, but I'm not going to fucking say I'm sorry because like, I just don't do that. And then granted, that was a long time ago, thank God, but it's okay 
There's no reason to feel any shame or guilt or embarrassment if you have done this because I have. And it's just part of learning and it's part of figuring out life. And it's part of figuring out our fucking brains that aren't compatible with this crazy modern life that we live today. But I promise you, giving in to the moment that you're like, damn, like, I think I fucked up and I think I should say I'm sorry. That's your higher self coming to you and trying to help guide you out of the battle, out of the mess that your ego has made. And I promise you, you will learn a lesson from it. I promise you, you'll be humbled by it. And even if the person that you're having the argument with or the the conversation or whatever with, even if they don't respond in a way that's desirable, in a way that's surprised and maybe they don't let their defenses down. That's not a reflection of you. It doesn't mean you did it wrong. It just means that they've got their own healing to do too. They've got their own shit to work out. And it's not your responsibility to show them the way. It is your responsibility to figure out your way. I love you guys so much. And I hope that this was a helpful podcast episode for you and that you can implement this into your own healing. Um, and I hope that this helps you start changing some of the way that you think about life and interacting with your loved ones, because there's no such thing as being right. There's only love. I love you guys so much. Have a great, great day.